yeah, I just like the idea of fat green stools for some nice. reason. I think it's funny. So. Kids prefer cheese over fat green stools. <laughs> <laughs> or that. Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm a science teacher. I'm Cheryl, and I slept through science. Each episode, we'll tackle a science question you may have learned in school, but can't quite remember or fully explain. And I'll take the risk of asking the dumb questions so that we can all understand the science we slept through. The bell has rung. Let's get started. Welcome to Lesson 88. We are in our What is Science unit. And this week, Cheryl, I think we're going to dive into a particular science discipline, correct? Yes, Ryan. This week, we're going to talk about what is biology. What is biology? It's a great question. What is biology? Let's go straight into the pre-assessment, shall we? That sounds great. All righty. What do you think biology is all about, Cheryl? Well, I'm trying to remember because early on in this podcast, we did a unit on biology. <laughs> we did. Yes, we did. <laughs> um, and now I'm trying to remember. I mean, I think it's a study of living things. Okay. But I feel like there's more uh nuance than that or like variables or you know what i mean i feel like there's more to okay. it than that but i think that's what the basics of it is is the okay. study of life or the study of living things okay. um and so that can be um all all sorts of things <laughs> it's a very broad one it's a Big, big one. It is. It is. What would be some examples of things that you think would fall under the realm of biology that if I were a biologist, what would be mm -hmm. some of the things I might study? Well, um, you could be every third grade girl's dream job and be a marine biologist. Mm, okay. And swim I with orcas or whatever the heck they thought mm -hmm. that marine biologists do and that would be i think the study of underwater life or okay you know marine um there is All like underwater life oh gosh um maybe ocean maybe that's ocean? gonna be my guess okay. without okay. actually knowing that's based on um when people picture themselves being marine biologists i'm gonna, I'm uh -huh. gonna guess ocean but i'm not totally sure. okay okay um i would say you could be like a plant biologist and study all sorts of different plants i'm assuming okay. there's a more specific term i mean there's botany but i feel like there's probably another no it is botany botany biology um or, that's or botanist a bot yes yeah but then does that replace the word biology? Anyway, yeah. we'll find out. We don't know. This is the pre-assessment. Oh, okay. We don't get answers here. <laughs> no, no answers. Never mind. They definitely didn't just answer that. <laughs> um, I mean, you could study people and that would like people's bodies, not okay. like you could study medicine. And I think if you studied medicine, you would have to study biology on your way to studying med medicine and probably pass in biology and things like that. Okay. If you want to do that. But then you could also study like cells. Okay. Like I feel like that's something we I learned in biology is like the, mm -hmm. the plant cell and the, the round cells is the animal one. And then the square right. squared off one is the plant one. Oh, I see. You so know. the animal cells are round and plant cells <laughs> yep. are square. Got uh -huh. it. Okay. Yep. That's what biologists know. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, a ton of things, I think, is what it is. Yeah. Because there's a lot of kinds of life. There is a lot of kinds of life. Yeah. What sorts of tools do you think biologists use to study Microscopes. things? Okay. Microscopes. Yes, and there's a lot of looking at cells, is my guess. Okay. Everybody's cells. And maybe what happens to cells in different conditions. Okay. Sure. Um, a lab would be helpful to put okay. your microscope in. Can you tell me more about what a in lab is? You know, like where where scientists work and study things and mm. test things and look at their microscopes. Okay, so mm-hmm. you're thinking of all of the like movies where you have a scientist in a white lab coat and yeah. you've got the microscope and they're looking yep. and okay, yeah, yep, exactly. That's only biologists. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know what else they need. It depends on what kind of biology they're doing. Okay. Okay. Any idea about how biology is organized? Are you talking about the species and the the animal and the kingdoms and the phylums and all that stuff? Sure, you can talk about that. Or are you talking about like how they organize as a staff of biologists on their? Oh no, not not that so much. More (laughs) the idea of how do we organize the study of biology? Well, I mean, I know there's like the different layers of like the kingdom phylum genus, Uh species, etc. I don't remember the mnemonic device for this, and I bet it would help me mm. if I did. <laughs> we know how good you are at mnemonic devices. <laughs> um, do you mean like that kind of organization? That's yeah, that's one. Okay. Yeah. Do you know, you're any others? looking for something that I. No, I'm just wondering what you know. Okay. Um, I mean, that's. I think that's what I know. Yeah. Okay. That, that's perfectly fine. Anything oh, else? Oh, okay. I guess it could be like you could study biology and work in like the field of medicine and study like what types of drugs mm. fight cancer, okay. you know, or like things like that. You could like okay. develop things and look at their effects. So like that could be a field versus like being in in the field and like – yeah. Like when we, on our other podcast, talked to my friend Amanda, who was on an island for nine months looking at ants. <laughs> mm-hmm. That <laughs> sounds know. like fun, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm, the island part sounds like fun. The nine months with three other people looking at a bunch of ants just does not sound like fun. <laughs> okay. But I think that's like probably within the realm of biology is okay. that mm-hmm. type of thing. Okay. And finally, Cheryl, one thing that I just want to give you as an open option, are there questions that you have about biology? Hmm. You're going to have to give me a second.
here's what I want to know mm-hmm. in a standard intro to biology, biology 101 type of class, whatever like pieces of biology I learned in science. Um, is that really an accurate and good like foundational knowledge for someone who's then going to like become a biologist? Or is this similar to when we had to learn the 50 states and their capitals and really like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> like, okay. or is it like, no, all that stuff is like, that's really where you start and it is super useful. And this is like mm. fundamental knowledge that every biologist needs to know, you know? So I'm, okay. that's what I'm curious about. Okay. And I've got, well, I thought of one more question for you, Cheryl. Okay. What does it mean for something to be living? Oh no. How do we know if it falls into the realm of biology? That's that is so hard because you can't say like it breathes. Why not? Um well I don't think like a single cell organism is necessarily breathing because I don't think it has a mouth or lungs. Okay. Mm, Not everything has to breathe with a mouth or lungs, so is it that it can um Oh gosh. My next guess was going to be that it like grows. Okay. Or that it can like reproduce or that it, I don't think it's that it can move because I feel like there might be things that are alive that can't necessarily move. I'm guessing there's a list. I don't even know if it's one thing. Maybe it's like those things and then Mm. some that have to be like when we talked about what makes a bird a bird and there was like a whole list. Mm -hmm. Of things, I'm guessing it's something like that, that it has to be able to do these things in order for it to be considered living. That it has cells, I think would be, because I don't know if rocks have cells. What do you think? Do you think rocks have cells? Oh gosh, do rocks have cells? I think living things have cells. Okay. Now I don't know. Does water have cell- cells? No, it has like molecules. I don't think. Does it have cells? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. It has <laughs> cells anymore. <laughs> well, we better wrap this up before you have an existential crisis here, Cheryl. <laughs> As an attempt to try and bring you back from the edge of existential dread. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll start at the end and then we'll work our way through. Oh my okay? gosh, thank you. I was wondering how long <laughs> I had to wait. I think I need to go with my gut. I think it was my first guess, but you tell me. Water is not made of cells. Okay. Oh my god. Rocks gosh, do good. not have cells. Great. Okay. And you I are correct. Have gone with that, my first thought. Yep. You are correct that cells is a characteristic of living things. Okay. As a matter of fact, you listed several of the characteristics of living things. And yes, there is a list. Now, it's not necessarily that the list is exactly, these are the decided things that all biologists agree on. They're very similar, but being made of cells is one of them. Cells are considered the smallest unit of a living thing, is a cell. Mm. So the things that make up cells, we don't consider living, but the cell as a whole, we do consider living. Got it, okay. So growing is actually one of the characteristics of living things. Reproducing is one of the characteristics of living things. Okay. Processing energy 
is one of the characteristics mm. of living things. Okay. Um, evolving, the ability to evolve, change over time is oh, one of yeah. the characteristics of living things. That makes sense. So yeah, there's a there's a list of those things. You got a bunch of them. And again, they're not... One of the things about biology is it's fuzzy. Things mm. are not always super clear. And actually, that's true about most science when you dig down deep enough. But we try to classify things and make... You talked a lot about lists and organization of things. And yes, biology tries to do that. And as... In general, it works pretty well, but there's almost always exceptions to things, things mm -hmm. that don't quite fit into the categories that we like. So for example, there is debate or not consensus as to whether a virus is considered living or not. Oh, really? Because vi viruses are not made of cells. Viruses are much smaller than cells, most of them. And they are either DNA or RNA, and protein, and that's it. That's all a virus is. Hmm. We talk about killing a virus, but yeah. whether or not a virus is actually alive to be killed is weird because a virus can reproduce, but only if it gets connected to a cell. On its own, it cannot do those things. It does not reproduce, it does not grow, it can't respond to, to stimuli, that's well, it's another one that responds to like the environment, things around it, and it's not made of cells. So it doesn't do those things. But if it's next to and attached to a cell, it sort of does those things. Wait, is this like Pluto? What do you mean? Well, when people thought Pluto was a planet because it like has some of the characteristics of a planet. Mm. But then if you say Pluto's a planet, then how about all these other dwarf planets? Then are they all it's, planets, or do we need to say that none of them are planets? And yeah, you're like, it's, mm. it's not quite the same as that. Okay, it's similar. It's yeah. Some people would consider viruses living, some wouldn't. But it, I mean, parasites. What about other parasites like mosquitoes? They have they require other organisms for their life cycle. You know, so it's it gets tricky to know. Mm. But there are some general general trends. Other things, as far as the way things are organized that you sort of talked about, you actually, I was very impressed. You remembered some of the levels, the way that we classify <laughs> things. Kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, genus, species. And, 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 you had, and what's, what's the device? I don't know. Oh my gosh, we have the to learn it together it's, right now. Yeah, it's like King, King Philip, something, something. Because I never needed it. I just, in seventh grade, I learned kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, genus, species. And for some reason, it's always stuck in my brain. So I think there's like a King Philip, kingdom, phylum, class. I don't know what he would do with the C. King Deer, Philip. Oh, if you start with domain, then it's. Oh, yep. Dear King Philip came over for good soup is one of them. Okay. Weird. Yeah. Domain domain is one that when you and I were going to school, I, I don't know, but probably didn't learn, but has since developed a lot more clearly. So the okay. domains are, I'm as I'm sure you are aware, uh, eukaryotes, prokaryotes, and archaea. Right? You knew that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, no. in general, eukaryotes are the things that you're most familiar with. Prokaryotes are bacteria. Okay. And archaea are not bacteria, but for us, they seem a lot like bacteria. They're single-celled. They, but actually, technically, we're more closely related to archaea than we are bacteria, but that's a whole other sideline. So yeah, that's a way that we can organize things as well. Interesting. I need to read you a couple of the mnemonic devices, Brian, because okay, I you're enjoying your favorite. Them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So there was one I already told you. I already forgot it, and it's not on my screen anymore. Um, but you didn't. Dear like it King anyways, Philip so came. Something, something about good soup. soup. That's fine. Yeah. We don't care about good soup a whole lot, though. So we get no. um, kings play cards on fat green stools. Ooh, I like that one. Kings play chess on funny green squares. Okay. Kids prefer cheese over fried green spinach. Ooh, I like that one. King Philip came over for great spaghetti. Spaghetti is better than soup, yeah. It is. Or King Philip can only find green slippers. What's your favorite? Actually, well, favorite or mm-hmm. which one do I like the best? Because those are not the same. <laughs> um, you sound like a scientist when you say things like that. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Just what's your what's your pick? Who wins? How about that? What's the winner? Uh, <laughs> or is that a third type of classification? Yeah. Well, I think the what about kids? What was the kids one? Kids prefer cheese over fried green spinach. I think that one as a sentence is the most cohesive. Because it's not random. Yeah. You know, something yeah. about green squares. I don't know. Right. What's so I like that one. Chess? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the one that I, that I, so I think that one's the most useful. The okay. one that I like the best was the like fat green squares or what, or uh, stools. Play cards on fat green stools. Yeah. I just like the idea of fat green stools for some nice. reason. I think it's funny. So it's preferred cheese over fat green stools. <laughs> <laughs> or that, which one do you like the best? Um, I agree with you about the most useful is the kids one. Um, yeah. So I think that's the one I would actually want to learn because it might actually help me remember and work as a mnemonic device. So there we go. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, working our way sort of backwards here. We talked about tools that biologists can use. Yeah. And they definitely use microscopes, but <laughs> not all biologists use microscopes. It depends on what they're studying. Mm. Cellular biologists and microbiologists, they will definitely use microscopes. But there are plenty of things that we can learn about living things that are larger than cells, than at the cellular level or at the tissue level. So that's more interesting, honestly, to me. Well, the the bigger things. Yeah, the ant research that you were talking about is an example of that. And so that's another way that biology is organized. They're actually called the levels of organization. And you can start really, really, really tiny and work your way really, really, really big. And what's interesting to me is most of the things you talked about as far as biologists and what you think they do and study are the small ones. So you've got, you know, atoms make up molecules. Molecules can make up cells. Cells can make up um, tissues. Tissues can make up organs. Organs make up organ systems. Organ systems make up organisms. Okay. Did I go too fast? No, that makes sense. I would not be able to repeat all of that back to you, but it made sense. That's okay. 
That's okay. And then from there, oh boy, we got to see if I, I'm doing this all from memory here. Got to make sure that I can get them in the right order. So when you have organisms, when you have groups of the same type of organism, that is a population. Hmm. So you could have like a population of people, but you could also have a population of dogs or a population of ants or a population of- Orcas. Orcas or mm -hmm. of mushrooms or of pine trees, right? So you got a population. They're all the same species. Okay. Okay. So that's a population. Then you can have a community, which is multiple oh, species. Oh, that's so cute. That, yeah. So multiple species of different living things. So we had organism, population, community, and then you can have an ecosystem, which I'm sure you've heard of. Yes. And it, ecosystem includes what we call the abiotic things so also the non-living things that's where the rocks and the water and the sunlight and all of that gets mixed into what mm. we're studying but you can still talk about how those things affect the living things and that's the ecosystem level but we can get even bigger and you've probably heard of these before have you heard of a biome yeah do you have any idea what a biome is um, I'm going to guess it's like a climate region. Yeah, it's definitely an area that's yeah bigger and yeah, tends to have similar types of climates. Yeah. So we here in the Pacific Northwest, we are in a temperate, uh, temperate forest region. Although out on the coast of Washington, we actually have one of the few temperate rainforests out there. And I know you and I have both been there before, not at the same time, but um, because of the amount of rain that it gets. Uh, there are a number of tropical biomes, things like that. Tundra, if you've heard of tundra before, mm -hmm. that is a type of biome. So there's a, there's a bunch of different biomes. And then if you get even bigger, the entire earth is referred to as the biosphere. And that's why the biosphere too is what it's called, the thing I visited. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that's another way of organizing, but also tells you what biologists and biology focuses on and studies. It's all mm. of those things at all of those levels. Wow. If you're an ecosystem biologist, you're not using a lot of microscopes. You're often out there observing organisms, maybe taking samples of plants or soil samples to see what the health is. And, you know, you're doing all of these other things that you're studying and investigating and how different parts of an ecosystem interact with each other and how they interact with the non-living things. You know, all of that is also part of biology as well. And some people really prefer that side because it's macro scale is what we would call it bigger you can mm -hmm. see it as opposed to the micro scale that's what i would want to do if i were a biologist more than the the microscope part of it yeah. yeah yeah absolutely and so now kind of coming back to where we talked about what even is biology in the first place and you talked about living things and it totally is uh, marine biology is a huge part of that and yes marine has to do with salt water so oceans okay. seas for the most part um, because you can also have um, biology that deals with rivers or lakes or um, just the insects that live at the bottom of rivers or, you know, whatever. So entomology is the study of insects. So that's a cool that's, one. That's too. what my um, stepson wants to be. Oh, yeah. There you yeah. go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. An entomologist, which is yeah. great. And there are so many 
so many insects out there that you can study. And actually, you might want to recommend to him as well. He may want to be an entomologist, but he might want to be a little bit broader. He might want to go into and look at arthropods in general, not just mm. insects. Interesting. So that would because that would include things like arachnids, like spiders and scorpions, because those are technically not insects, but they are arthropods. And so sometimes yeah. we group them together for ourselves, but there's actually differences in those organisms and being able to tell the difference, which your nephew might actually, or your stepson might already know that. Oh, I'm he does. Sure. <laughs> okay. I figure he might. Yeah. I figure that might be something he already knows. Um, and so, yes, you talked about studying people and absolutely. And there's definitely an overlap with medicine and biology. You're right. Everyone involved in medicine is what might not consider themselves biologists, because they may be dealing just with the human interaction and human side, although they definitely have to have an understanding of biology to be able to, to study and do medicine. I mean, obviously you're dealing with living things. You have to have an understanding, yeah. but whether or not they would consider themselves biologists, I don't know. I'm sure some of them do. Some of them maybe yeah. don't think about it. I don't know. Finally, we want to get to your question yes. you were asking. Does a foundational biology class, whether that's high school or college intro level, is that stuff that you actually would need to know to do biology? And I would say, yes, 100%. Cool. That's Absolutely. great. Yeah. Now, depending on what type of biology you go into, you may or may not need all of those pieces, but understanding things like photosynthesis and cellular respiration, that's that processing energy of one of those characteristics of living things. Like that's super important. Genetics. We didn't even talk about genetics. Genetics mm -hmm. is a whole region of biology in and of itself. That's the cutting edge of a lot of research right now. And pretty much no matter which, no matter what you go into in biology, you're going you're gonna to be doing something with genetics. Now, whether or not you're actually dealing with the genes themselves, but if you're tracking traits between organisms, if you're looking at mutations because of pollutants in an ecosystem, like whatever those things are, it's going to affect the genetics of that organism. Um, evolutionary biology tracks with genetics and figures out how traits have changed over time, all of those things. So there's definitely like, that's a huge component as well. And so learning those things in an interlover biology class really does set a foundation for all of the other things that you're going to need to learn. Even if you don't use all of the specifics in, mm -hmm. let's say, let's say your stepson does end up being an entomologist, right? Even there, what is he looking at when he's doing entomology? I had my microbiology professor, so not an entomologist, but he, he, so he studied microbes, but he studied microbes specifically in termites' guts. And that was his area of research. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you could be doing something related to insects, but also be studying it at the cellular level. Or you could talk about it at like the ecosystem level and how mm. are those, and that's what it sounds like maybe the research that um, the guest on our Take Me With You podcast was doing with ants and tracking yeah. what they were doing in the ecosystem. So again, I'm kind of rambling at this point. I apologize, I'll wrap it up. But like you really, <laughs> it's all, and that's biology, it's all interconnected. And so learning those ideas allows you to start to see those interconnections and be able to make those connections as you go on with what you're learning. I think my final question is, um, 
Brian, do you like biology? Nope, not at all. <laughs> no. Why, why do you ask that question, Cheryl? <laughs> you are so passionate right now, and I love it. Because you said, <laughs> I remember a long time ago, you said this is your first love science, right? Like this yeah. is the subject that made you fall. So what was it about studying biology that really gave you that spark for science? Yeah, I mean, it was my seventh grade life science class, Miss Miss Gilbert's class. And that was the first time I remember being aware of science, like as its own area of study. Like I had done things with science growing up earlier, but you're right. That's when I really feel like I fell in love with science. And the biggest thing was because it, it helped me understand why things were the way they were. And I really mm. am interested in the whys. Why do things work? Why does it happen this way? How does that affect that thing? And there were just so many things that I had no idea about that I remembered learning. I think that it was the first time I saw like pond water in a microscope. And the first time I even had this idea or concept that there were organisms that I had never seen before because they were too small. And that just like opened up my mind to all of these things and these possibilities that I never really knew was a thing. And that was just so exciting to me and so interesting. And then also, I like things that are organized. So a lot of those, you know, <laughs> kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, genus, species, right? Like, bi like biosphere, biome, ecosystem, community, population, organism, like all of those things. Like, I like those. I like having a system that I can understand and follow. And even when things don't fit in the boxes, I still like having the boxes there to be like, well, it's kind of a little bit in that box, a little bit in that <laughs> box. Like, I like having those boxes. It makes me feel like there's order and I like like order, I like organization. Mm. And even though biology is not always well organized, there is a lot of organization in it. And mm. I really like that. So I think, I think some of those things are probably what appealed to me. I love that. And with that, Cheryl, let's move into your biology quiz. Um, fine. <laughs> <laughs> like I got nothing. If you organized it well, then I will take it. <laughs> Ooh, well, hopefully I organized it well. We'll find out soon. <laughs> what are some of the characteristics of living things? Okay, let's see how many I can get here. It has a cell or more than one made of cells. Okay. We're going to do cells. Um, can reproduce. Okay. Can grow. Can evolve. And then something about energy needs energy. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming mm -hmm. then turns that energy into some form of growth and or waste as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Great. Those are great. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Number two, do all biologists need to use microscopes as a part of their job? Give an example to support your answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't need to, but they still would look pretty cool if they did. Uh, <laughs> no, they definitely don't need to. Um, there are a lot of biologists that are studying things much bigger than would fit under a microscope. Um, for example, if you are studying the patterns of orca whales and their migrational 
patterns and everything <laughs> like that, then um, I don't think anything would need a microscope other than if you're like, hold on, what's in this water that is changing? And then in that case, you might need to send it to the lab. But, you know, other than that. <laughs> okay, that's great. That's a great example. Next question. Give an example of how biology organizes living things. Um, in a lot of different ways, which then feels like you can have this really cool, like three dimensional cross section logic puzzle of like, what is one thing under all these different styles? Um, so there's organization of, um, what a living thing classifies under with our fun little kids and G's thing okay. um what kingdom etc they are what's that called though just how you classify that's yeah that's uh, classification it's called taxonomy oh that's right okay okay mm -hmm. but then you can also organize them um organize biology in terms of what micro to macro level so what like mm -hmm. size of grouping you're looking at whether it's little mm -hmm. tiny things or the whole world or anything in between. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Okay. So, question number four. Oh boy. Oh no. For each of those, list as many of those levels as you can. <laughs> okay. Um, kids prefer cheese over. Fried green spinach? It is not up on my screen. I want to make that clear. <laughs> so kingdom, phylum, class, order, mm -hmm. family, mm -hmm. genus, species. Hey! Oh my you got gosh, it. the device worked. Look at that. Great. Good Way job, go. kids. You want the other one too? As as much as you can remember. The, the other one has like one? way more. Yeah. Okay. Um atoms and then somewhere after atoms comes cells. Okay. There's some in between atoms and cells. Um, molecules. Oh, that's right. Atoms, molecules, cells, tissue, mm -hmm. organs, mm -hmm. organisms. Missed one, but yeah. What's in between a... Is organisms plural? Is that why I missed one? Nope. Oh. What did I miss then? So, like, pick an organ in the human body. Like the lung. The lung. Okay? Okay. The lung is not just a part of the person, but it's also part of a system. Yeah. The lung is part of the respiratory system. Oh. Yes. yes. So the level you missed was was an organ system. So oh, like organ. The, oh. So you have like the respiratory mm -hmm. system or the circulatory system or the skeletal system that's going to have multiple organs that are all interconnected working towards a particular goal or function. Got it. Okay. Okay. Then organism. Mm -hmm. Then population. Mm-hmm. And then um, community, mm -hmm. 
ecosystem, mm-hmm. biome. Mm-hmm. Did I miss one before biome or no? Mm-mm. Okay. Nope. Um, there's one before the world. There's not the world. Well, I, okay, but what's the name of the world? The Biosphere One. <laughs> there you go. I was like, I know you're going to remember that one. <laughs> Yay. Cool. That was great, Cheryl. You that did makes great. That sense to me because I can like yeah. picture all those things. I think mm, the first one mm-hmm. is harder because I know yeah. that like a dog is a species or whatever, but like right. it's harder to remember every level and an example of them. But for this right. other one, I could picture like them along right. the way. Yeah. And I could have gone through an example, but I just think for the sake of time, That's we didn't fine. do We one. talked about what a platypus was in a different episode. So we're doing That's true. Okay. That's true. Yeah. And that was definitely, I think we talked a little bit about that yes. as a monotreme and that fits in with all of those pieces. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nicely done, Cheryl. You passed your biology quiz. <gasps> Yay. That's very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that's all the time we have for biology this week. So why don't you pack up your stuff and get ready for my closing remarks? You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at I Slept Through Science or on Twitter at Slept Science. If you have dumb science questions like I do, please send them to us. You can email us at isleptthroughscience at gmail.com or you can even send us a voice memo and we'll play it on the podcast. Please rate and review our podcast to tell other people what you think about it. Subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode and share about our podcast on social media. Thank you to Beth Reed Miller for the artwork. You can check out more of Beth's artwork at Beth is something. Okay, great. Thanks. Bye. Ah! The bell doesn't dismiss you. I dismiss you.